We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DGD Podcast. As always, the NCDGD himself, Robert Reynolds. Uh, start off the show, folks. We have a special guest, Dwight Standridge. Uh, runs Bulldogs Battling Breast Cancer. Um, if you're not familiar with it, this is the Vanderbilt pre- uh, uh, preview show. With that being said, Dwight is here to, to talk about the pink out uh, for this weekend uh, and also about Bulldogs Battling Breast Cancer. As you all know, uh, Dog Nation is Team Trailer. Uh, obviously, we are there with her and for everybody fighting and battling breast cancer. Uh, welcome to the show, Dwight. Thanks, Robert. Uh, I appreciate the time and uh, you having me on the show. Absolutely. Listen, I think it, it, it's it's worth noting that we have to do our due diligence here, uh, you know, to talk about the situation at hand. Right. Obviously, you know, we're playing Vanderbilt, but there's more to it, right? It's outside of football, and that's where we are here, uh, you know, battling breast cancer. Uh, first things first, I want to give you – can you give us a little background on Bulldogs battling breast cancer? Yeah. Uh, Bulldogs battling breast cancer came about in 2004. Uh, Jay and Teresa Abbott of Douglasville are the founders of the charity. I came on a few years later, me and my wife, Leslie, uh, came on and, and I guess you could say Jay and Teresa and, and me and my wife, Leslie are really the core of the charity. Uh, we've got, you know, multiple very generous partners and sponsors, uh, tons of volunteers that help us carry out what we do. But in 2004, they had a, a son, Chris, who was playing at UGA and Teresa was diagnosed with a very aggressive stage three breast cancer. They told her she had a, a 45% chance of surviving. And during that time, uh, as far as Chris was concerned with the football team, Coach Rick and the football team became his, you know, extended family helping him uh, navigate all the treatments and everything while Teresa was going through that. For a time, he, he really wanted to quit. Uh, and Teresa and Jay talked him out of it. Um, Fast forward to now, she's a 19-year survivor of breast cancer. And as after she was cleared and, and Chris was graduating, they went to Coach Rick uh, and asked him if the football team would participate in a golf tournament. At that time, they were raising money for Susan G. Komen. And it was supposed to be a one-year deal. Uh, they had the tournament. UGA football players came out and participated. And it was very uh, popular. Afterwards, they got bombarded with questions, you know, when is the second one? And Coach Rick, he told him, he said, carry on. You know, we'll be glad to to participate in it as long as I'm here. And true to his word, he did. He was a very uh, staunch supporter of Bulldogs battling breast cancer. Him and the football team really helped get us off the ground, just partnering with them and us being able to get the notoriety and publicity of, you know, having a partnership with the UGA football team is that's a pretty good calling card. Um, so now we're in our going into our 20th year of the 
the UGA Bulldog Charity Classic. And um, over the past four or five years, we've been able to branch out uh, at the university. We now partner with, we're five years into partnering with UGA Hockey, uh, the UGA Spike Squad, the Paint Line. And uh, last week, the UGA Equestrian team reached out to us and we're, we'll be partnering with them at, at their meet October 22nd versus Texas A&M. But uh, just speaking to the pink out, uh, I approached the, the spike squad and the paint line about five years ago. And, you know, the first year I was blown away uh, because you're used to looking over there in that corner and, and seeing those guys in red and black. And to look at that, the full stadium of 93,000 uh, of Dog Nation's finest and look in that one corner of the student section where those two groups are and see it totally encased in pink uh, was pretty special. And we've been able to build on that the last two or three years. Uh, like I said, both those organizations are great to partner with. Uh, we got a lot of publicity three years ago when Arkansas State came in and Coach Anderson had just suffered the, the loss of his wife to breast cancer. And we were able to uh, to organize the wear paint for Wendy. Uh, Spike Squad and Paint Line were very crucial to that. Uh, you know, he, he spoke volumes to that. And then the last couple of years, being able to reach out and partner with Keely Ringo and his mom, Tralee Hale, uh, and sort of you know, raise awareness to, to her journey. And she's such a, a great outgoing personality. She, she's great to partner with and to have gone through what she's gone through is uh, speaks volumes to, to her character and, and perseverance. No, a hundred percent. Obviously, you know, this is something that right, I think a lot of people are impacted by, right. The whole, you know, breast cancer, um, situation right uh just in the chat alone uh joe and tanil uh have experienced this or whether it be indirectly right through uh someone else um, right. there's so many people that are impacted with this that you know obviously we may not know right you may not know um who or whatnot but to be able to to unify um for one cause is always something fun i remember seeing that game i remember you know you talked about the uh the arkansas state game and i remember it was one of those things where, you know, it was to me, I felt like it was more than a stunt because it's so relatable, right? There's so many people that can relate to someone battling cancer, right? Obviously, in this instance, breast cancer specific, you know, but at the same time, you know, you look at Bulldogs battling breast cancer and it's become a, a real popular thing, right? I think it's really took, you know, took wings and, and flown up and, and grown, um, you know, and going back to the, the Twitter uh, I think an hour ago, you know, I think you're, the goal for for the Bulldogs battle on breast cancer is $250 pledged per uh, per UGA point. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, an hour ago, I think you, uh, I think the Twitter had said that they're halfway already. Uh, and to me, I feel like that's just a testament to how, you know, how well people can unify, right? I think it's just impressive right. to see that kind of uh, that kind of donation and willingness to. You know, like I said, to come together for one cause. Yeah, it is. It, it speaks volumes. Um, I've been on Twitter probably four or five years, and the Bulldogs battling breast cancer account is three years old. And I can't tell you how many friends I've made through Twitter. Uh, I've made a lot of tailgate friends, and you know, we we have a saying, you know, Dog Nation and and dog Twitter is undefeated. When you throw something out there and give them a challenge, they always show up and show out. And just, just to speak to the points pledge, we do the points pledge every year in October to try to drive and raise money for breast cancer awareness. And I, I failed to mention earlier, uh, the last 15 years or so, we partnered with St. Mary's hospital right here in Athens. It's local. Every dollar we raise goes, to a fund they created called, called Teresa's Hope uh, in honor of Teresa Abbott. And when we first got involved with it, you know, we were 
donating a, a check of seven or eight thousand dollars for the year and as we've grown and uh started having more events and started getting more publicity and more popularity uh the last five or six years we've donated a six-figure amount so all told we've donated right at 1.5 million dollars here wow. and saint mary's uses the money to provide free mammograms for women who can't afford it to buy new equipment such as mobile mammography machines and to just educate uh, on the importance of getting early screenings uh, it's so important to get those screenings early to lessen the effects if, if something was seen or you were diagnosed um, and you know right before we came on air uh, like i said our our goal is $250 a point. Uh, I told other people, I don't pick the opponents, but I'm sure glad we're playing bandy for one of these games. <laughs> that, that, that should help drive the total up. Uh, but right before I got on, you know, we get a, a ton of $1, $2, $5, $10 uh, pledges per point. Right before I got on here, I was speaking to a gentleman who pledged $40 per point. So wow. right now the current uh, total is 167. So we're a lot closer to the goal than we were 30 minutes ago. That's, that's, I mean, that's amazing. Um, you know, you don't really, yeah, listen, obviously these, you know, these donations are, they're not mandatory folks. So oh. that, that, that's the key thing right there, right? That's people going out of their way. Um, yeah, that's, that's going out of the way and doing something for a better cause right like right so that's just kind of just amazing to hear um obviously even as recently as before we started the show that's that's wild that's really yeah. wild I, I do want to leave this up for the uh for the brigade here if you have a question about bbbc please let us know in the comments all right please let us know right this is a very informative segment of the show kind of a kind of a, a due diligence type thing. I really felt like this was necessary. Um, so if you have any questions about it, right, please let us know. And even after this, uh, if you're watching this post show, drop a question. We see that. Right. We see, uh, and, and listen, we'll answer your questions. So just keep that in mind as we continue the conversation. Okay. Um, and I do want to ask, Dwight, I know we've reached out, you know, obviously we've talked about this, his expanding out um, to different entities, things like that. But has I'm just curious, obviously, I'm not going to say yes or this is bad or anything, but has Vanderbilt heard of this? And are they have you heard any kind of things for, for the opposing team for this Saturday? I'm just curious. No, I, I haven't heard or seen anything. I know when we did okay. the, the wear paint for Wendy for Arkansas State, um, they were very active on social media, interacting with us, and uh, just a lot of thank yous, a lot of, you know, it's bigger than football, which it certainly is. Uh, and we got, for that game, we got a lot of donations from Arkansas State people. So, you know, it is, it's bigger than football. Uh, any donation helps. You know, like, like you said, it's not mandatory. And some people say, well, I can only pledge a dollar per point. Well, I, I posted something earlier this week. It's one of my favorite expressions. Uh, alone, we can do so little, but together we can do so much. If you get 200 people that pledge a dollar, that's $200 per point. Georgia scores 80 points in the two games. You've raised $16,000. Uh, I like this man's thinking. I like this man's thinking. You know, it's, you know, nothing is too small. And if, if you're in a position where you can, you know, go big or go home, you know, throw throw a big pledge out there. Everything's appreciated. You know, our, our, one of our members here in the uh, in the brigade uh, asked, "What's 63 times 250 to the answer of, or to the tune of 15,750?" Obviously, that is a 63 DGD himself. Um, but you know, but listen, I think at the same time, right? Like, like you said, right? Ever not everybody's built from the same cloth in regards to financial stability right right so you know we, listen if you're listening to this and obviously if you're seeing it you know there's no shame in donating just a dollar right like you don't have to and listen we understand when like you said like dwight's saying 
it, it's not it's not a mandatory thing. So if you're listening, don't feel obligated to do this if you don't want if you don't have the means. Please don't put yourself on a bond. No, but it's it's, it's it's just wild to think that, like I said, coming together, two hundred fifty dollars a point. And listen, like I said, I like this, I like Dwight's thinking. Right, Eighty points that sounds pretty juicy, right? I mean, and, and we'll it, talk about. The, go ahead, Dwight. Oh, and eighty points is very doable. You know, I I, I think you know forty five to fifty six points versus Vandy and thirty ish thirty five points versus Florida. I'm, I'm but. You know, like I said, it, it's not required. If you can't donate and you see it on social media, help spread the word. Retweet it, share it. Um, and really, the the basis for this weekend is to, to drive awareness that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And we've got a lot of groups here in Athens that uh, want to come together and 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 put that out there and just, like I said, raise awareness raise publicity, get it in front of everybody. And, uh, you know, everybody's affected by it. You know, as, as we see in the comments here, uh, five fingers clenched together makes a mighty fist. And I think that's a great, um, a great term to use a good phrase there. Um, right. you know, just show you the perspective of things. Um, let's, so we're at, so you said you're at like 60 in the 60 range or 160 some, excuse me. And it's only been going for what? How long has this been going? The the social media push, if you don't mind me asking. Oh, I, I put it out there Monday morning. So we're forty eight, little over forty eight hours in. Uh, last week we did uh, the pink and the reek with the hockey game. We had some other stuff going on. Uh, I didn't want to overwhelm our Twitter account with you know four or five different things. So I waited until after that. Uh, Monday morning, I started shouting out the the pink out with the spike squad and the paint line, Trey Lee Hale, and also our points pledge. So, forty eight hours in, we got about seventy two hours to go. Look, I'll tell you this right now, Kirby Smart. If you're listening to me, if you're listening to the show, you ready for this? Remember twenty twenty where they canceled uh, senior night senior day. All right. Throw up oh, yeah. a ton, throw up a ton of points, <laughs> and you have the reason to do it for a good cause this week. Okay, Absolutely. simple as simple as that, Kirby, Coach. All, let me, all let me make sure. Breaks. Uh, see again. I like I like Dwight's thinking. I can't be mad about it. Jonathan Layton Profits already given a score prediction one, uh, sixty-eight to nothing. Um, I'm not opposed to that. Um, obviously, we'll talk about our uh, review. Right, in a little bit. Uh, and also, y'all know how it is. It's Wednesday, which means our college picks. Uh, but first off, listen, Dwight, it was a pleasure having you on. Uh, you know, I was I really I feel honored, like kind of sitting here listening to the, the whole, you know, Bulldogs battle on breast cancer. You know, the mission, the you know, the everything about it. Right, I, I enjoy it. Obviously, we know it's for a good cause. And it's just something I feel like, you know, Georgia fans take pride in. I feel like it's grown to that point. Uh, so definitely wanted to thank you for coming on uh, and and giving us the insight about it and the, and everything we needed to know about it. Thank you for that. Hey, no problem. Uh, can I say one more thing? Absolutely. When I when I was telling you how every how this came about, I forgot the most important reason for me. Uh, Jay and Teresa, of course, are very passionate about it. It's personal to them. When I was a freshman at UGA in 1987. I lost my mom to ovarian cancer. She was 37 years old and she was the most community involved, socially aware person. She was always reaching out to, to help other people. And when I found out that Bulldogs Battle and Breast Cancer uh, donated to St. Mary's, that's where my mom was diagnosed. That's where she took a lot of her treatments. Uh, they treated her very well. And I'd always wanted to get involved with something to honor her. So. You know, the past 15 years, it's been a great ride. And I have a feeling she's she's up there smiling down on what we're doing. So, again, guys, thanks for the time. I, I appreciate you letting me come in and, and share our platform and, you know, put it out there to your listeners. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. And you're more than welcome anytime you want to come on, Dwight. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, guys. Y'all have a, have a good one, Dwight. Yes, sir. With that being said, folks, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to preview 
the Vanderbilt game. So stay right, stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back. All right. Listen, humbling, kind of a humbling moment just there. <clears throat> um, obviously, if, you know, Bulldogs bet on breast cancer is such a meaningful thing to Georgia. And obviously there's a huge cause there. Um, but let's start with the show, right? We're going to get back on track here. Uh, obviously, that was a great portion of the show that to start off with is what better way to do it. Obviously, as you can see, if you're looking on you know, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, wherever, you can see the pink out, right? The, the graphic background here for the for the pink out this Saturday. But Juan, let's get into this Vanderbilt Vanderbilt uh, preview. Let's get in. Let's dive into this. Also, we're bringing on the man, the myth, the legend, Kobe Pierce. Kobe, first off, welcome to the show. Can you see me? As he gets in here, situated. I, What's going we on, Kobe? Not, we hear you, Kobe. Cannot see you. A blackout. <laughs> We're, look, we got a blackout. We're doing a pink out. We'll get it pink situated. Out. Yeah. But nonetheless, one, let's go ahead and pre- listen. I think it's very interesting to see. There's one name that sticks out to me when it comes to Vanderbilt, and that's A.J. Swan. I think A.J. Swan is a kid that you really have to focus on. Um. Obviously, you know, looking from a high level things, Vanderbilt's probably not a team that Georgia is going to or should not struggle with. Should not. I say that. Uh, but I think A.J. Swan is a real interesting name to know here because he is an excellent, excellent athlete. He's, he's And a quarterback for that matter. Uh, do you have any, like, I, I guess my question is, do you have any experience seeing A.J.? Uh, and if so, what kind of insight would you have? Yeah, well, I, you know, I watched him at Cherry and, and here in Georgia. So, so we had an opportunity to watch him play live. He was at the Elite 11 and was out at Stanford. They're pretty good friends, so they text back and forth. And so he's, you know, definitely happy for him. He just adds a different, you know, dynamic to to the Vanderbilt football team. You know, they're, they're starter running guy, whereas whereas AJ does more of a, of a passing. He's a very – and, um, you know, and, and again, what what a great situation for him. He originally was Maryland and decided at the last moment, you know, uh, Coach Lee, you know, flipped him over to opportunity to, to, to you know, showcase himself. Uh, he, he got exposed, but who doesn't, you know, when you're, you know, not a top tier program. But um, look, for him, look for him to come out pumped. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're going to get ran over i mean, listen I, I think you're right on track there right listen we talked about it let's do it for a good cause right um you know in my opinion i think there's some team there's some guys on this team that still might hold a small little grudge in the very darkest parts of their head they won't forget what happened 2020 i i, just, I know <laughs> the fans won't yeah. but i'm telling you these guys that are seniors now right they saw that i guarantee you they saw the, the pain that the seniors went through at the time. And I think it gives them a little bit more juice to come out and make a statement. Right. Um, you know, Kobe, if, if what do you, insight do you have, obviously as a recent player, uh, 
you know, what insight do you have about that situation? Like, how do you prepare for Vanderbilt? Like, I, I think we can all attest that it's probably not like mentally right on paper. It's going to be a complete mismatch. How do you prepare yourself as, as as you get ready for the game this Saturday? How do you prepare yourself for a team like Vanderbilt? Um, one of those things that looking back, Vanderbilt at home since so I think it's one of those that you're you're going to because Kirby prepares a center for everybody. Hard. But, but um, you know, I, I I think it can for some of your guys who are on that 2020 team. Um, Bill, the players, fault, the head coaches, fault, but, you know, a debt and a debt is going to be paid. I don't need to put in the bad ball until the clock. Let he all around, even with the team. So we'll figure out how to get the camera work. It's blackout scripts of this, I guess. Yeah, we might have to have you hop back off and then come back in. I know sometimes the technical difficulties when we're doing this can be uh, can be fun, right? Apparently, Juan, we need KTG Wi-Fi, but you know, just leaving that there. Um, you know, listen, I think. You know, my thoughts, Juan, are this. You look at Vanderbilt. In my opinion, they might not be the worst team in the SEC East. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, folks. As crazy as it sounds, I had them finished in six this year. Because I think Missouri is the worst team. So you, you still cannot overlook Vanderbilt. But we're going to beat their ass. All right, we're going to beat their ass. We should do what we did. And we're going to go back to the Auburn game for just a second. I think you see some of the same stuff that we did against Auburn. Fuck Auburn, by the way. Trigger, trickle in. Right, You're going to trickle in to this game. I think you continue to see the run game be effective. You look at guys like Branson Robinson that had a, a breakout game. I think you continue to see some of the same. But let's be honest. On this side of the game one, there's a bye week. And with that, on top of what game we're about to play, I think you see some guys not play out of preservation and, you know, get them fully healthy. You might see guys like A.D. Mitchell not play. Jalen Carter's probably not going to play. There's multiple, Kendall Milton probably won't play. Um, you know, and, and I think that the, the bye week has come at a perfect time uh, because outside of the bye week and as we go on through the season, you'll hear that we've got, the cocktail party coming out of the bye. You've got a showdown looming with Tennessee, and that's going to be a big one. Your, your gauntlet, if you're Georgia, is after the bye week. So you need your guys healthy as possible. And in my opinion, I think you won't see these guys here out of precaution, and I think that's a smart thing to do. Uh, what, what say you, sir? Um, Georgia's going to jump on Vanderbilt or early. And again, this is another state game with the yo-yoing going on between Alabama and Georgia flip-flopping number one number two Alabama dropping a little bit each team that Georgia has in common with Alabama absolutely stomped them out and I don't see Alabama beating Auburn as bad as we did and so we'll, we'll take you know them them playing Vanderbilt and I just see them just going above and beyond just to make a, a statement the number one team and we we are not going to let up. And so I just kind of see Georgia jumping out on and, and, you know, you know, kind of similar to last year, just getting up on them, what, 35-something points at, at halftime. I think it was 35-nothing early. Early. And just kind of coasting, like you said, just resting some guys. I don't necessarily see them having to strain, you know, in, in this game. You know, yes, A.J. Swan is, is, is good. But he's where they're going to put a whole lot of focus on, um, you know, play, playing those starters. I think we got Kobe back now situated. Hopefully still see us, see us, still see a photo, but we're good there. Um, Kobe, while you were getting stuff situated, boss, we were talking about uh, Georgia getting back on track against Auburn. And as he leaves, um, 
I'll, I'll explain a little bit here as well. I think that Georgia's going to go out, and you're, I think you start to get that feel as if it was the first three weeks. Um, I just felt like something against Auburn clicked in the second half. And I really want to see that it – I want to see it carry over, and I think you'll see that. Uh, I, I think, honestly, I'm going to make a whole – maybe this is a hot take because of how things have been going so far. You're going to see a deep pass connect for a touchdown. And I'm talking a bomb. It's going to connect. I'm just leaving that there. Um, Juan, do you see any type of situation where Georgia should be truly concerned or worried? Do you see any situation where Georgia should be looking that way? None at all. Um, they, 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 they've righted the ship. They've had their two letdown game. It didn't look as great. And now that they made that statement win against Auburn, uh, win against um, Vanderbilt, and, and then you know, and they're just going to. Kobe, do you have any any instance where Georgia should be concerned um, about this game, really, for that matter? As we leave again, we're experiencing some technical difficulties. Kobe is on the road, folks, so that we're seeing some technical difficulties there. So our apologies there. Um, you know, I'm with you, Juan. I think the only, I think the only thing that we might need to be worried about is if they try to line up for a debate. If they try to start spelling shit out on us, then we're gonna have to be some. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have some problems. Uh, but in terms of football, I'm not worried. I'm not at all. Hey. Hey, I want, I want to address uh, uh, Michael Dusty that this morning, uh, uh, the the top five um, R&B. Um, I, I thought that was awesome with uh, Rusty Manziel. Yeah, so Rusty let off a top five 90s R&B, and let me, I'll have to pull it up if I can um, in the meantime, but that thing was fuego, folks. Um, <laughs> that thing was fuego, if I, to say the least. For that matter, um, Juan, let's let's. Oh, we already got Juan laughing here. Who? Will, yeah. Uh, apparently, Joel will pay seven ninety nine to see Juan and Patrick suited up. No, I'm um, I'm laughing at a uh, uh, Michael Dudley. You know, he's just talk, talking about you know from uh, who, who who's Georgia. It's like nobody <laughs> from the song <laughs> of Sweat. That was the uh, number. That was uh, uh, number one. Uh, R and B hit. <laughs> okay, so I've got I've got this pulled up, folks. I've got it pulled up here. Uh, Rusty's top five, and I'm gonna give a shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip this for him. Uh, but he's got number five. He's got one in a million by Aaliyah, and then come and talk to me at four. TLC's baby, baby, baby at three. You remind me uh, by Usher at two, and then nobody by the legendary Keith Sweat at one. It, Mike mentioned it going to the cookout. He's welcome to the cookout or going to the cookout. Yep. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe, can you hear us, sir? I, I can hear you. We can hear you loud and clear, so I think things might be squared away for the time being. Kobe, I want to bring it up to you first. Players of the game that Georgia should look at, right? Who, who? What's your prediction for a player of the game? Um, I would say that they don't air the ball out a little bit, but when touchdowns thrown, and still have had a lot of a lot of success in the past game. go, but we really in the in the touch. I actually think I'm gonna go. Gonna be player of the game. He back on track with. I think he'll throw three this week and they're lingering around that two thousand yards in behind will rogers in the air parade yet more but they're also throwing them and then on the defense uh you know al munden's gonna be back big uh in your linebacker for ryan davis to cock again in that and, and you know he's, he's gonna be a key stopping Van looked fast on the perimeter so 
so I, I think so it's it's still very choppy over here, but I think Pat brings us up. He's Stetson with the air raid, you heard the man. Um you know, so I, if I'm not mistaken, Stetson is the is the player of the game for for Kobe. Uh, you know what? I honestly think you'll. Pro- I don't know if you see if you see Small Monday, but you know, Juan, I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and, and start first or start before I finish mine. Uh, who are your players of the game or player or players of the game for this week? I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Stetson. I do think that they're gonna air it out. It's it's, it's hard to pinpoint a single running back. Because because they rotate so much. It's hard to pinpoint a receiver because they rotate so much. And then Brock Bowers between, you know, Brock Bowers, and it's almost a safe bet to go with uh, Stetson Bennett. See, everybody's going Stetson, and I'm not necessarily saying that's wrong, but give me – let me think about this. Uh, Give me Brock Bowers. I think Brock Bowers will feast on this defense. I think, you know, in my opinion, Stetson, while Stetson could be that guy, right? I think you could see that very well. I got to be different here. And what better way to get back on track than either? I think you see the deep bomb go to Brock Bowers, but you also might see another jet sweep, folks. You might see another jet sweep for a touchdown against Vanderbilt, right? Like, I think that's got to be a thing. I really do. And then if you're looking to get if you're looking to get some more momentum, what better way to do it than against Vanderbilt? Not knocking Vanderbilt. I think offensively Vanderbilt could pose some problems. I just don't see them being a true problem, make a, you know, a true difference, right? But I think Georgia gets back on track offensively. Defensive, we haven't had an issue really that much. I mean, you may look at some missed tackles, things like that, which I think will get shored up. Offensively, you've seen the the Jekyll and Hyde situation, and I think no better way to get that back on track for good going into the bye week, doing the things that we did best, getting guys out in space. Brock Bowers in space is lethal, not just for Vanderbilt, for anybody, right? Another candidate I think you could look at is – I wouldn't say Pod – Lab McConkie. I I think Lab McConkie could – could be a benefactor of a deep ball as well. Um, you look at the running backs. There's a lot of potential possibilities here. Very much so that you could choose about anybody. I think anybody could be primed for a breakout day. All right? Juan talked about Stetson. Kobe talked about Stetson. Give me Brock Bowers, though. Juan, do you have a defensive player of the game? Malachi Starks. I mean, this, this is going to be prime for him. You know, if, if, if there were a different quarterback that, run, you know, running – quarterback then I'd say a little bit different but I, I see in a ball hawk he's going to be all over the place and uh, look for him you know having some opportunity but also just you know go down and just lay some wood it's, it's going to be it's going to be you know great great defensive game for us this week I look at it this way Malachi would be awesome give me Nolan Smith I don't. If people people want to sit there and still talk about how how Georgia hasn't produced the sacks, how they haven't, you know, did these things like this. Listen, if you watched the Auburn game last year, aside from a couple of throws, Robbie Ashford was throwing the ball away almost every play. Almost every play, he was getting pressured. He was running for his life. You talk about hurry, right? Quarterback hurries. They may not have counted, but I'd be damned if I watched him. He was hurrying to throw that down ball away every play almost. None other than Nolan Smith leading the charge. I think that defensive line's pressure is going to get to A.J. Swan. I'm just saying. So give me give me Nolan Smith. I, I love the Malachi Starks pick, uh, choice as well, Juan. I really do. Um, apparently, we're letting some uh, picks be known here. Um, and I agree with this one right here. Uh, Pat's got the Vandy equipment manager. He's going to protect those guys so they don't get hospitalized. <laughs> As we see Juan go into his laughing face. I'm not mad. I think that's a possibility. I'm just saying. Uh, Michael, Mike Dudley says, um, Mike Dudley says, give me Chris Smith. Give me Chris Smith. Um, also, Kobe, since, since things are going technical, uh, since we're having technical difficulties, he is in the brigade today, and he has moved to the brigade 
pink jerseys with the eye marks, right, with the eyes, call me Oregon. I think he's alluding to um, – I think he's alluding to Oregon's black and pink uh, uniforms, which I ain't going to lie. Those things look clean. They are absolute fire. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I think if you went – if Georgia went black jerseys and you had pink instead of the red – I'm just saying, I guarantee you, you would find several folks buying those things. I'm just saying. Or just a pink G, either way. Uh, Juan just had the look on his face like this dude. I think Juan's agreeing, Pat. I think he's agreeing. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. Uh, Juan, let's let's do this. What are, what are your keys to victory for Georgia to win this game uh, Saturday? Um, formula that they did last week. Week, let's run the football. Run the football. Run the football. And when we need it, take those deep shots down the down the field. Um, I, I, and I think that those are some things that is stretching the field. But then again, like I said, that's you know where where's our bread buttered. It's it's football. I think the key to victory for this is to uh, practice your uh, debate topics. Uh, get ready. Get ready because they're coming. They're coming. Yeah, they're coming. Now, in all seriousness, listen, I obviously jokes aside for this matter here, execute, right? Continue to execute on offense. I think if you can show the country that you're not getting off to a slow start this week, you're going to hear people say, well, that's what George is supposed to do, right? But if you follow the dogs, you understand if, listen, it's been three weeks where you've started off somewhat slow. You've got a little bit better against uh, Auburn, right? Scoring in the second quarter. But there's no reason for you not to sit here and go fast, execute, and, and listen, put this game away in the first quarter, right? We did it last year. There's no reason why we shouldn't be doing it this year. Make it happen. And from there, everything will go smooth as butter. Um, let's see. So, again, Jonathan Layton Prophet is talking 68 nothing. Listen, I 100% think that that could happen. If Georgia, is, if Georgia gets and executes like they could, that could very well be the case. Simple as that. Um, apparent, you know, listen, Joel says, Patrick, if a monthly payment would make it happen, I'm okay with that for one-year installments. So it's going to be interesting there. Um, I'll say that. Did, yeah. Did, I think Mike threw down. Okay, so we're going to read this out here. Mike dropped his top five for the cookout. Black Street, no diggity. Genuine yes, pony. Belviv DeVoe, Poison, Aaliyah, Are You That Somebody, and Boyce Men Into the Road, Honorable Mention, TLC, Creep. Was, oh, that was Kip Adams. Okay, so, Mike, that was Kip Adams. So we're giving a shout-out to the 24-7 folks. Those aren't bad, okay? Nope. Those aren't bad. Uh, when I was deployed, fun fact, I did hear Genuine perform live. Uh, listen, yeah, that pony hits. It does. It does, folks. It does. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So apparently it is Keith Adams. Apparently, I, I thought it was Kip. Okay. Excuse me for that. Um, but yeah. No, I, I think you look at it right. Like moving along from the cookout R and B topic, George is going to win this game and should win this game by a bazillion, right? Selves for this game. Come show up. Show out. It's that simple. Make it a hostile environment. It's homecoming, if I'm not mistaken. We also obviously have the pink out. Get involved. Uh, listen, we, you know, make sure that Vanderbilt doesn't have – make sure that you take away any chance and make, make them go negative, if you know what I mean. Right? Make them go negative. Jeez, Mike, Mike Dudley is making me look silly. It, this is three or four comments now where he said, no, you're right, it's, it's – no, you, now I'm right. It was Kip. Come on, Mike. Come on, man. Come on. Anyways, Juan, how about how about you say we uh, hop into uh, to our college picks, week seven picks? What do you say? Let's get it. Let's get. It. Uh, apparently, it's planned that way. Apparently, I need to be known that it's planned that way. Um, thank you guys for doing this to me. First off. Um, Kobe, since you're in the brigade, 
we will read your comments for you. Uh, I will do some explaining for for um, for picks. Well, I wasn't going. I'm just let him be known. Score prediction when it comes to the Georgia game. I will tell it. Obviously, uh, if you want to, um, you know, if you want to sit there and explain it in the comments, I will read that out loud. Uh, Kobe also says, "Let me be able to turn the channel by the second quarter so I can watch Alabama Tennessee." Speaking of that game, we're about to get into in just a second. Uh, but here we go with the week seven college football picks. First game. Well, first off, before we do that, standings for last week through week six, the brigade went eight and two along with myself. My God, I got out of the mid category, went eight and two for the week. Brigade sits at 43 and 17 with a 72% hit. They are leading the charge. Kobe and Juan both went seven and three last week. Uh, Kobe sits at 38 and 22 on the season, five picks back uh, behind the leader at 63% hit. Juan, you went for, you're 41 and 19 for the season, uh, two picks back um, at 68%. And I went eight and two with the 38 and 22 tying up Kobe. So me and Kobe, I'm no longer at the bottom of the leaderboard anymore, folks. So I'm just excited about this. But anyway, let's get into the picks. First game up, Southern Cal traveling to Utah to take on the Utes. Juan, who do you have, sir? I Utah. I mean, Utah's on, on a little bit of a losing streak right now, but I, I think physical to be able to match up very well with USC. So I'm taking uh, Utah. Taking Utah. Uh, Kobe has USC along with myself and the brigade at 60%. Um, listen, I, I think Utah is an excellent opponent, but I just think that USC's air attack and their offense will be too much to, to for Utah to overcome. Uh, I think it's a, a pretty – I think it's going to be a good game. I really do. But I just think Caleb Williams will, will make enough plays to – to lead USC past Utah. Uh, Utah, you know, they're already taking a couple losses. They lost to UCLA. They're coming off of a, a loss to UCLA. Uh, listen, I, I think, you know, UCLA loss isn't something to scoff about, folks. It's a really good loss, uh, even though it's a obviously it is a loss, right? I think UCLA has proven to be a respected team in the country now. Um, but I just think that USC is too much for them, and I've got, you, and I've got the Trojans. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. As I'm going to read this comment here because uh, the real USC, for that matter. That's the real USC. Uh, Juan, about your rankings, uh, Pat says that your elite speed will catch the brigade eventually. Yeah, I'm, I'm right on their heels. I, I think that this Utah win will actually help. So that, that'll help me write the ship. Um, Joel says eventually, and she laughs at it. What, what are you trying to allude to here? What are you alluding to? <laughs> <laughs> All right, second, second game. Second game, uh, NC State traveling up to Syracuse. Uh, battle of ranked teams as well here. Um, Syracuse is probably one of those teams that you wouldn't have thought, period, coming into the season that they would be ranked, but they're playing some good football. Um, Juan, who do you have here? I really don't remember. I think I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think I may have chosen – yeah, yeah. I, I think Syracuse is is, is going to win. Syracuse is playing some good, inspired football. They got exposed against uh, Clemson, um, and I, I thought they were going to play better. I thought the, but there was also a game too earlier in the season that um, they just, just didn't impress me very much. But Syracuse is. Kobe also chose Syracuse, but myself, I went with the Brigade here and chose NC State. I think you look at NC State's combination of offense and defense. Listen, you you have to respect what happened against uh, NC State, what they did against Clemson, even if it was a loss. Um, and Syracuse, you know, recently struggled against Virginia. Uh, so this is really a toss-up. But 77% of the brigade are going with the Wolfpack, and I will do the same with myself. It's the NC ties. Um Apparently we're getting oh my god the stat the stat uh, the statistician here goat stat of the day one had one carry for eight yards negative folks negative Georgia, yeah negative eight. negative keyword negative yep. he, he is one is he trying to expose something here this ain't funny 
I mean, it said just don't run the ball. Oh, I, I wasn't very good at that. But yeah, I, I had a reverse and I, I end up losing their miss. It's sad. See, see, this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't have the jet sweep to Juan Daniels. Just saying, this is what happens. All right, third game. Moving on. Uh, as also Kirby, like in the chat, uh, put the orange going for cues. Uh, speaking of orange, um, Oklahoma State going to Texas Christian University. Um, TCU and Oklahoma State. This is listen. The Big Twelve is playing some interesting football. I'm just going to leave it there. It's probably the most interesting conference so far this year. Um, I genuinely believe this is going to be a toss up here. Uh, Juan, who do you got? TCU. I think I picked TCU for this one. Um, okay. Um, I just see TCU just kind of, uh, you know, they, they had a big time win last week, and I uh, just see them just kind of rolling. They're they're. Kobe also has the frogs, as he as you see the emoji in the chat. Listen, um, you know the brigade also has TCU. Fifty three percent, like I said, is a toss up. Give me the give me the Cowboys, and I'm not talking about Dallas. Give me the Oklahoma State. I love TCU's story, I do, but I just think that Oklahoma State still might be just a little bit too much for TCU to overcome. Even if, listen, Max Duggan's playing some really good ball, really good ball. I just think Oklahoma State comes out on the road in a hostile environment with the dub. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's a complete toss up. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Oh boy, oh, gonna be a bad week for me. Oof. Yeah, and it's okay, Robert. You're my dude, man. I always forgive you, man. I'm listen, good. listen. You know what though? Listen, either either I'm gonna make up a lot of ground or I'm gonna lose a lot of ground. Okay, it's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. Um, next matchup, Big Ten, big big matchup. Penn State traveling to Michigan. Um, Juan, who do you have here? I got, I got, I got Michigan. Uh, and and this one, um, Penn State, impressive. Even though they beat they beat Auburn, you know, at, at home, I'm just really not as as sold. I, I think Michigan takes this one. So, I went with Michigan as well, along with the brigade. But someone decided to stand out and choose Penn State, and that's Kobe. 67% of the brigade have Michigan winning this game at home. Listen, Penn State is going to be a problem for the Big Ten East, but they are horrible when it goes on the road to Michigan. They are horrible. Give me that stat right there. Give me Michigan. People can question Michigan's schedule to this point, and that's fair, but I'm just saying, give me Michigan, albeit maybe even close, I just think Michigan is playing some really damn good ball. They're going to show why they're a contender for the national or for the playoffs, at least. You'll see it here Saturday. Sorry, Kobe. I think you're going to take an L here, and that's more than okay. Um, Arkansas traveling to Utah after they've had, I'm telling you, Arkansas has got a ridiculous schedule. Arkansas so far has played one of the hardest schedules in the country. Now they go to BYU and play Brigham Young. Juan, who do you have here? I, I think I picked BYU. I mean, right now, I mean, as, as bad as Arkansas got BYU, I mean, Utah, whatever. So I, I think I picked BYU in this game to just kind of eat teams that are, are just not very good. So with, here, I'll pull this up real fast. So basically, I see a clean slate here, right? 72%. I guess I did pick. Okay, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I, I, saw right. I, I thought I picked um, BYU, but I mean BYU is terrible. Everything in Utah is terrible. So, um, oof! I hear shots being fired. I'm right glad there. I picked Arkansas. <laughs> Everybody clean slate against Arkansas. Listen, Arkansas has had a rough slate here. They've fallen off. They have fallen off in the SEC at least. I think they get back somewhat on track here. KJ, listen, KJ Jefferson is coming back. And that can pay more than enough dividends for them to be BYU on the road. Give us all across across the board, the Hawks. It's that simple, folks. Um, this one's going to be interesting. One, Auburn heading to the Grove playing Ole Miss. What? Who do you got? Ole Miss is absolutely going to just destroy 
Auburn. I mean, just and uh, it's just gonna it's just gonna add on to the you know Carson needs to go pile, and it's it, it's gonna be bad. I mean, Ole Miss is playing some good football right now, and I, I think even a game to say, hey, Georgia played Ole Miss. I'm sorry, Georgia played Auburn. Is gonna play Auburn. We want to make sure that we go out there and make a statement to say hey, that we're gonna have that common opponent. Listen, I'm just gonna pull the graphic up. 100% of the brigade, every single one of the brigade has Ole Miss in a probably a blowout. Ole Miss is playing complete football for what it's worth, way better compared to Auburn. Give me Ole Miss. Even even though Auburn in this history, though, if you re- look at the recent history, this is a fun, interesting fact. Ole Miss has struggled very bad and lost several games recently against Auburn. I just think that the damage has been done and it, there will be no coming back for Auburn this year. It, it's chalked for them. Um, it's that simple. Mississippi State. Kobe makes a great point. Kobe Ooh. makes it real quick. He's like, is it a battle of Ole Miss where they're uh, – uh, their head coach may be gains at the end of the year. So, you know, will, will would Lane Kiffin go to Auburn? That would be Ooh. very interesting. That's that's a, that's another topic for conversation for another late. Uh, listen, I think Auburn is ass is what Pat says, and I agree 100 uh, percent because fuck Auburn. <laughs> that's why um, Mississippi State going to Kentucky. Uh, Juan, who do you got here? Mississippi State. I mean, what I think still. Um, Mississippi State is playing some inspired, good football. I just don't see Kentucky being able. You know, listen. I think everybody on board agrees here. Mississippi State, Mississippi State is playing some excellent football. Have the running game going. Obviously, we know what they're capable of passing, and their defense has played a little bit better too. Ninety-one percent of the brigade has Mississippi State clean slate across the board. Mississippi State. LSU, Florida, the DBU rivalry, apparently, what they used to call themselves, the DBU. Who was the real DBU? Um, in the swamp, Juan, who do you got? Florida, easily. LSU is just – they're just – they are they are pretty much almost at the bottom right now. As, as, as bad as they got beat, like, that was terrible. So Kobe also has Florida – but I can't find it within myself after I got burnt by them one time to go with them again. To hell with Florida. Me and the brigade are riding this thing out. We're riding with LSU, damn it. 71% of the brigade, to that matter, got LSU on the road beating them. Listen, LSU's defense could be the X factor here, folks. LSU's offense is abysmal. But let's be honest. Outside of Tennessee, Anthony Richardson has looked like shit. <clears throat> Just leaving that there. Give me LSU. Yeah. <clears throat> now that graphic because uh, I will uh, for sure surpass the brigade. You will definitely be in last place <laughs> for, for sure after yeah. this week's picks. Right, we talking. We talking shit. We talking shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like it. All right. Now this game right here. This is the interesting <laughs> one, folks. This is the interesting game. <clears throat> Sorry about that. No, you're not. Black Adonis. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, can the game be a tie? Listen to this. Listen to this. This is what I have to deal with. Alabama and the Crimson Tide traveled to Knoxville to take on the Tennessee Vols. <clears throat> Juan, who do you got in this? Give me Tennessee. Uh, you know, I'm telling you what, there's there's nothing crazier than that fan base. It's loud. Don't hear anything? If 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 you don't have Bryce Young, I mean, it's you know, it's uh, even with Bryce Young, it's going to be tough for them to compete. Well, Pat is not wrong with his. The winner gets Dixieland delight, <clears throat> and which leads me, it leads me to a question. Why does Alabama use Dixieland Delight if the song is mentioning Tennessee, because it is, but it's sung by Alabama? How to make it make sense for me? This is from a third-party perspective, but neither here nor there. That could be a whole episode. Listen, 
Kobe has Alabama. The Brigade has Alabama. And I have Alabama as well. And I think here's why. Bryce Young will be the X factor in this game, even at less than 100%. Um, It's so hit or miss because without Bryce Young, Tennessee wins this game easily. There's no question. There's no question. So the assumption for me to choose Alabama is based off of the assumption that I think he will play. If he does not play, I will take the L on that one because Tennessee will will handily beat them. Um, But if Bryce Young is there, even at less than 100%, Bryce Young will carve that defense up because their secondary is pitiful. Pitiful. And that's putting it nicely. Um, They can score points, but they sure as hell can give up some points to a a competent offense is all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, 53%. Listen, it's a toss-up, folks, and I think it shows that the Bryce Young question uh, is showing in the brigade because, you know, with Bryce Young, I would if, if he's listed as, you know, he's he's going to play, that number is going to change. Um, so I'm not surprised at the 53% here. I really, I'm really not. Um, but just I think on the assumption that Bryce Young will play, even at less than 100%, he will do enough with that offense to carve them up, or that defense, excuse me, to carve them up and get the win in an ugly game, but close. Give it close. One, here we go. Vanderbilt, Georgia. I'm just going to, for the sake of time and and for the sake of everybody's, listen, we're not going to insult your intelligence. It's Georgia across the board, okay? It's Georgia across the board. 96% though. Pat, please tell me, find out who the hell voted for damn Vanderbilt on this. Please, I need to hear that. I just need to hear that. Um, Kobe also mentions if he's listed as out for that game, he's changing his pick 100%. I think everybody's on board with that. Um, But nonetheless, nonetheless, Juan, you have 56 to 6. Explain why you have that score. I I do think that um, you know they'll they'll get a couple of breaks with with uh, eight and um, and and you know they may get their get themselves into field goal range. I'm telling you right now, it's it's going to be an absolute beatdown. Absolutely. So Kobe has 45 to seven. I have 55 to nothing. Georgia's going to make a statement here, folks. Georgia, both sides of the ball. You're about to go into a bye week. And your toughest games are behind that. Come out, get on track, dominate on defense like you've been, you know, do do more, dominate, 100% domination. Both sides of the ball, all three aspects of the game. 55 nothing, folks, 55 nothing. It'll be an utter, it'll be an utter disaster. Uh, and there'll be a lot of money going to Bulldogs battle on breast cancer. Just leaving that there. Um, let's see here. So we need dog. Oh, okay. So we're just moving forward here. Uh, the nerds hack Twitter. Um, maybe that's where the 4% came from. Uh, apparently black Adonis says 96%. Somebody has to be trolling. He might not be wrong, but we also have who in the blue hell right there. Who in the blue hell would do that? I'm just saying, uh, Chad Buchanan mentions invasion or dog nation invasion in Starkville. Uh, we will definitely be talking about that as um, picks weekly, and there's a hater in the ranks. I don't know who it would be, but it ain't me. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there. Uh, listen, if you agree with our co- if you agree with our picks or you disagree with our picks, if you're in the comments, let us know. All right. Also, like, subscribe, follow. Right. If you're listen, also on podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, like, subscribe, well, subscribe, I should say, leave a review, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Leave a review. That goes off a long way as well. Um, Juan, you can beat Vanderbilt solo. Is this indeed true? I, this is true. This is true. <laughs> apparently, some coffee. Apparently, Chad's. Oh, my goodness. Apparently, my damn coffee was weak as Auburn's defense this morning, says Chad. And Black Adonis says one burner again. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't me picking that picking Vanderbilt on my burner account. So that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's Black Adonis has some justification with that tattoo, but 
Now, that's about no, that's it. fair. That's fair. That's about it. Well, we got to get Black Adonis on the show, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah, he's, he's already agreed. So uh, it, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Let, let's make this happen. Cocktail party preview. Let's make it happen, Black Adonis. Let's make it happen. You, we reach out. We'll get, listen, you'll you'll come on, okay? You will come on the show for the for the cocktail party preview. I think that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Anyways, one. It's Wednesday. Obviously, we're you know we had uh, to begin the show. If you if you're just tuning in, um, at the beginning of the show we had Bulldogs battling breast cancer. Remember, folks. The UGA paint line wants you to paint Sanford pink. Obviously, it's Saturday. And if you have any questions about it or you have any information, um, for those watching, you can see. But if not, go to www.bulldogsbattlingbreastcancer.com for information and things like that of that nature. Um, Any final thoughts, any takeaways, Juan, before we wrap this thing up? So from here on out, game. And I see this being a statement game. Dogs are back. What do you mean are back? We've been back. We just we just played a little bit down. Well, uh, according to those week two oh, games oh. we had, dogs are back. We're 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 open. Ah. we're back. See, I see uh, Pat saying the Lord's work. What they don't know about is Carla. Why? <laughs> we, hold on. If if you. Call on Ty- if Ky- if call on Tyrone isn't somewhere in there, could that mean that we're invited to the cookout too? I'm just leaving that there. Erica Badu, come on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, 3.30, I want to say SEC Network uh, if you're trying to watch the game. Obviously, if you're going to the game, wear pink. Um, like I said, I uh, obviously wanted to thank uh, again uh, Dwight for coming on to begin the show. Uh, talk about Bulldogs battling breast cancer. Uh, obviously, an excellent cause. Uh, what we're going to be doing here as well. Um, if you ha- if you make a pledge or anything like that, let us know on Twitter. We're going to talk to Dwight and add those as well. Um, and, and I think uh, Juan. I know uh, we talked about the pledges and everything. Listen, this is wild to believe that somebody dropped a forty dollar per point pledge. That was that was wild to hear. So yeah. So, I mean, Dog Nation is going out in full effect for this. Um, you might even see something come up later. We'll see what happens. DGD Podcast might have something going up their sleeve, too. We'll see. Uh, as Chad, we'll leave this on here right here. Uh, Team Traley. Traley, still got you. Still behind you. 100%. Um, with that being said, make sure, listen, like, follow, subscribe, leave a review uh, where you listen to your podcast. On that note, enjoy Saturday, folks. So it'll be a lot to talk about Monday. Go dogs. Go dogs.